Well, it's really good to be again here to, with you. So um, I'm going to be speaking this morning, and, and I want you to open your Bibles in Psalm 46. And this is a really good psalm for all of us. And one of the things that I always tell people every time I just visit them or just talk to them, I, I always tell, and I like to share Psalm 46, because no matter the age, no matter the problem, no matter the country, no matter the house, it's always the same kind of situation that we face. So it's, we can be preaching in the States, in Cuba, everywhere. It's the same kind of situation. It's always going to be something that is going to try to, to make the church to be not founded in Christ and, and on Him alone. So, verse number one, I'm going to be reading just to start. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Let's pray. Father, we come in front of your presence, and we want to give you thanks for this day that you have been making and for giving us the word. So for us to know more about you and the way that you revealed yourself to us through the Bible. So thank you for gathering together and we ask the Holy Spirit inside of us to help us and be teaching us every, every one single word that you have been given through the Bible for our good. So thanks for the work and thank you for everything that you have been doing in our favor. In Jesus' name, amen. I like always to start... Uh, just looking how the Bible is a complete unity in in everything. So probably the kids and all of you know in the New Testament we have a story that is always going to help us to understand better because the Bible is going always to, to tell us something in the Old Testament and it's going to be like in the New Testament and, and all the Bible is just one one book, one complete story about God and the way that He's revealing Himself to us. So when we just go into the New Testament, and there's a story of, here is a master with his disciples in a boat. So he has been just there. This boat has been just going into the sea, and just a big storm just came to them. And they start just like, this is terrible. And they start just going here and go, going there, getting really... Um, worry about what can happen in the middle of that storm. But the big thing when we just go into that complete story is there's one piece that everybody at some point start just looking and is here is the master is sleeping. If you can just think there, the master is sleeping. Really just quiet, everything is normal, big storm. The disciples are just near him and they are just, what is going to happen? But they forgot who was with them on the boat. And then at the end of everything, they just came and wake up the master. The master just look and say, well, yes, this is normal. They were like, what? This isn't a storm. This is really bad. And he said, no, you will see. Just went there, there. And everything just came into peace. He just turned to the disciples and told them, like, where's your faith? What happened with you? And that's like the same kind of questions that God is asking us through all the Bible. I am God. 
I have been promised to be with you forever. And when you see just a little storm, you get like, really, I don't know what is going to happen. I was coming just on the way here and I was talking to it's Ryan. And he was saying that, you know, we we're talking about hurricane and everything. So how everybody was like really crazy, just going up, picking up everything. And everybody's just, oh, there's a hurricane coming. And you didn't get even rain. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's like the same thing. We forget sometimes who is with us and we forget sometimes who is in charge. I'm not saying that we don't go and take everything and, and, and you know, protect ourselves and everything. But sometimes we just forget who is with us on the boat. And this is what this psalm is just giving us, the same kind of information. And it's going to be like the same kind of structure that he's given, given us here. The psalm starts saying, God is. And then we'll go and say, our. And if you, if you just go and start dividing everything... It is telling us something that in, in two words, it is making us to, to go into ourselves and say, do you know who is this God that is with you always? How can we know more about God? He said here, God is. God is something that we need to know what he is. And he has only been revealed through the scripture. Sometimes we have the nature, we have been... Just looking about the natural revelation, everything like that, we just see the trees, all of them just come. In, in my head, I cannot imagine just getting on a small seed and just put it there. And out of that really small thing, it will come a tree. I don't know how that can happen. Just look at me, how a big man I am, and, and I just went inside of a womb of my mom and I was so little. If you can see all the kids. So, through the natural revelation, we can know everything that behind all of this, there needs to be something. And everything of that just starts saying God is. God is, and, and He has been revealed, uh, revealed to us in many ways through um, a lot of things that He is. So it's not that something that we add to Him, it's not something that we just try to put together to make God but God is God because He is God. And He started this psalm in that way. And for many of us, it's just like, here is a good psalm. Just read it and just go through it. And we sing it. And, and we have been through the history. How good this psalm has been for many of the great people all over. But this psalm is more deeper than what we can think. This psalm is going to, to give us and to, to let us know who God is. And it's going to, to tell us that, do you know God in all his ways for trusting in him? And he's going to be giving us like many things. If we can just divide it, he's going to talk about God. He's going to, to give us situations, how we're going to know where we are on this life. So he's going to, to give us some hints and we will see how difficult the situation, the situation he's giving us here is going to, to look like. Then he's going to call us to come and see just to know who God is and what he can do for us, what he can do for us. And then he's going to finish in a really beautiful way. The first question that 
God is just giving us here is do you do you know God and how can you know God Spurgeon put it in in Spanish is using 3c letter C is three words that match in English I don't know if that uh, the the case I don't know how he did it in English I, I had never figured out how he said it in English but in Spanish he will say that faith and that's the way that we know God so we know him by faith Faith are 3C. Knowledge, in English is not C. <laughs> Knowledge, believing, and trusting in God. So Spurgeon defined faith in that way. And when we come into God, we are going to trust God in the way that we know more about, about Him. So when we gather together on Sundays and whenever we just read the Bible and every... And, every piece of it we just go and we're trying to get more more knowledge about God sometimes we want to get the knowledge out of the on the road we want to get it on on trees and everything like that that reveal God in a way but it doesn't speak who God is like in the Bible so if you think if you think that the purpose for us in this life is just to try to look to find God all over the place that's wrong the place to know God and to know how God is revealed is through the Bible. So, the first way that he defined it is, the first is, uh, C, uh, C is knowledge. We need to know who God is. The second one is, if we know who he is, we're going to trust in him. No, we're going to know, uh, we're going to, yes, we're going to trust in him. And the more we know about God, then we're going to trust him more. If the disciples were walking just with God, uh, with Jesus, and he was, and they were looking at everything that Jesus was doing, and even them, they were inside of this boat, and they were afraid of the big storm. So always, the natural revelation is going to make us to be like, is something bad going to happen? It's going to make us fearful of everything. But if we know who God is, that is going to bring us to trust in God more and more. So that's why this psalm just start. God is. And then the second piece is ours. is for us. God is our refuge and strength. Then it's coming out of this is who God is. Now we not know who God is. And he's revealed on the Bible. But once we know more about God, now we know what He can, uh, what He can do for us, and He's telling us something that He is, He is our refuge and strength. That's really good for us to know what God is for us, and where we can just go and trust Him in every kind of situation where we are. Then now He's going to give a reason to us. And he's going to tell us in verse number two, therefore, we will not fear. That's really difficult to think. Sometimes if you just get a person to stand in front of you, get a gun in your head, uh, you will just go and say, no, God knows everything. I will not worry about that. <laughs> you will not go like that. Everything happening in this world will make you like, Something is happening really bad. Even I know God knows everything. I will just go and if somebody just put a gun in your head, you go like, well, 
it's over. <laughs> but the problem is that's our human way for us to manage everything because we want to be in charge of the world. But when we just go and say God is our refuge and strength, and he's our present help in trouble. He's not something that is going to help us tomorrow. He's not something that is going to come one day. He's not going that he's not something that we're waiting something to happen. He's going to be a present help in every trouble. Every day we face many troubles, even trying to get whatever for our lives, just driving around or just doing whatever. We will face problems. And the good part, when Jesus was just going into, into heaven, he said, I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit and he will be with you always. So something that was telling here, God is with us. Now we can be sure that the Holy Spirit is inside of us and he's with us forever. So he's not going and returning and sometimes we're alone or sometimes we are just in the middle of this situation and where's God? And that's the question that many persons just ask. Where's God in the middle of this X situation? Well, God is there. But sometimes the problem is ours. Sometimes we're the, the ones who we don't know where God is and we're just going around but he's just there waiting, sleeping. Well, he's not sleeping today with us but in, in the boat we were just there sleeping. And the ones who forgot that Jesus was there were the disciples. Therefore, we will not fear. Now he's going to give us some situations, and, and it's really bad, the kind of situation where people can be today, and how people just go and say, I'm not going more to church because I got this problem, or this person failed, or this other person just did something wrong. And we just go like, I'm not going anymore to church. Or no, today I, I don't feel that I'm, I'm going to get away from everything. Do you imagine to be in this kind of situation that this psalm is telling us here? Though the mountains be moved into the earth, into the earth of the sea, into the heart of the sea. If you just start a mountain just moving like jumping and going hey bye bye the mountain is just moving sometimes we just get in in the middle of a hurricane and we see just a tree how the tree goes like oh the end of the world just imagine if you see a mountain moving so god is giving us here on a scripture something that can happen and even that he's saying i am with you because i am god so no matter if a mountain is moving Verse number three, though it's water, roar, and foam, it can be, the life can be, re, uh, life can be uh, really difficult. It can be just moving in directions that we don't want it. It can be just going and we don't see the result for many things. Though the mountains tremble at its swelling, again, he's just, He's just putting us sad situations and really, really things that we don't see every day. So, imagine just to look at water in this kind of situation. This is really, really difficult and sad. 
But in the middle of all of that, now he is saying in verse number four, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God. <clears throat> now he's going to talk about a river. Now we go like, why a river here in the middle of this? Well, this is really interesting to find what is a, a city of God and a river. If we just go into the beginning of the Bible, we just see that in the garden there was a river. That was the first thing to make the garden to be really good, to, to produce and to do everything. In the past, people were not waiting for the rain to come and, and just let, let's see season and this and that. Like today, we need to go like season and now this and now that. Now it's raining, now it's not. In the past, it was not like that. In a perfect world, it was like a river just coming out and just going through all the, la the land and giving for, for, fertilization. fertilization. So Ryan's job will, will not be available in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just going like that. Now he's, now he's telling like the river in the middle of there is just going and making glad the city of God. But the, there's another part then at the beginning in Genesis is that part. Then in Revelation when you go really f at, at the end of the, of, of the book of Revelation... You see that coming out of the throne of God, there's a river. So then, this means like God is like a like a living water. And there are verses in the Bible where we see that God, the Father, is called like a river. Uh, a river. Jeremiah two thirteen. God the Son is referred in many verses. How how He is given living water to people because. He will make from inside of us run. And God the Holy Spirit, John 7, 38, He will run inside of us like living waters. Now He's going and, and tell us the purpose, why He has been referring everywhere like a river making glad the city of God. We are the city of God. We are His people. And the Holy Spirit, the fathers through the Holy Spirit, is making everything run inside of us. Are you trusting in God to know that He's running inside of you as a living water. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God. The holy habitation of the Most High. He's in the middle of His people. He's always with us. In the middle of everything, all the situation, just mountain movements and whatever. There's God in the middle of His people. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. Even everything can move. The church, our life, are not going to move. There are many preachers who refer to the world like three enemies against the church and against the Christians. One of them is the world, the flesh, and our own person. Uh, so the world, the flesh, uh, and, and the devil. So those are the three enemies that we have. But God has been saying that he is with us in the middle of all of that. No matter what is going on, God is with us. Because God is bigger than anything else. And sometimes we, we don't remember those things 
in the middle of the world where we are living today. Sometimes we just go like, where are we gathering together? Sometimes we don't, we don't see the purpose why we need to come every Sunday morning to worship God. And sometimes we just go like, we need to come to worship God just because, you know, He deserves and this and that, and we need to do it. The second piece of that is we need to know more about God for us to know how to conduct in this world. Through the preaching of the Word is where we're going to know more about God. He has been revealed through the Word. And we need to know God more and more through, the, through His Word. God will, uh, will help her when morning dawns. Now He will continue, verse 6, The nations rage, the kingdom totter, he uttered his voice, uh, his voice, the earth melt. What do you think, just looking at these big mountains that start just bringing up um, these like rivers that will kill everything? Just imagine talking just before about a, a river giving life to a garden, a river just giving life to, to us from inside through the Holy Spirit. And now he's talking about these big mountains just putting everything out. We've seen through all the Bible many times, like God brought the people from, from Egypt out and they came in front of the Red Sea and they just said to Moses, you brought us here. This is the God that you want us to trust. So you were doing all of this there and, and, and everything. Now you brought us here. We're in front of the Red Sea. And just you brought us here for us to die. How many times we just stand in front of many of the troubles in our life and we just go and, and say, this is the end of the world. Now we are like in the middle of everything God brought us into here. I have been going to church every Sunday. I have been doing everything I can for God. And now we are here in the middle of this situation. And this is the end of the world. But here is God. Moses just went and said to God, God, help us. God, uh, Moses knew he was the person who sent him to rescue the people. It was really different to see how Moses know. He knows who was God. And how dif different it was for the people of Israel who went and, and, and just stand in front of the Red Sea. So here you have the two kind of perspective. One who trusts the Lord. And the rest of the people who didn't know completely everything that God was doing. But Moses was really sure. He was bringing him to do everything of that. So he stand there in front of the Red Sea. He just did what God commands him to do. The Red Sea opened and they crossed. How many times we have been looking in our life this kind of situation? Where we have been just in the middle of a problem. And we just see how God opened the way and just make us uh, go through. So many times we are... In the, in the kind of situation where we are just standing in front of the Red Sea and we don't know what is going to happen. 
Sometimes God is just giving us time like, wait, I'm going to open the Red Sea, but you need to wait and trust in the Lord. He's putting here a lot of situations like where we are, what can happen. Verse number 7, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. It's really good to know like we serve and the one who is with us is the same God from Jacob. For them this was something that they knew who was the God of Jacob. Because everything of that was just explained to them. Now in verse 8, he's going to, to, to tell them, Come, behold the works of the Lord. Now he's going to tell them, Come and see. Come and see. All of this can happen. All of these situations can be there. Everything of this can be just common. But come and see the works of the Lord. Sometimes I, you know, when, when I read all of this and just many verses come into my head. And when you just, the people of God just cross the Red Sea, when they pass. All those people that were coming, following the people of Israel just to kill them and to bring them again back to Egypt. They just stand and see how all these waters came over them. And how God brought all the persecution in that, in that moment to the end. It's not that problems are not going to be with us. We just were looking all the problems that, that came after just coming and continuing into the desert. So life is not going to be, this is not a sermon that we can end here and say, don't worry, Christians don't face problems. Just declare we're going to be excellent. That's not the gospel of the Bible. The, go the gospel of the Bible is not a prosperity gospel matter. It's, it's not like, don't worry, there's no problem. No, this psalm is telling us waters are going to come and make you glad. But there are going to be moments in your life when, when the mountains are be like moving and shaking and all of this is coming. So the gospel of God is not for us to say... Hey, you know your situations are going to end. Now you're going to be perfect. Everything is going to be fine. That's not the gospel of, of the Bible. The gospel of the Bible is in the middle of all your situations. In the middle of everything that can be wrong and going really bad. God is going to be with you always. Come behold and see the works of the Lord. How he has brought desolation on the earth. He makes war cease on the end of the earth. We just have been looking at Ukraine, Russia, and all of that. He can make words, uh, war, war to end. And he can just make whatever. He is God. He, he breaks the bow and, and shatters the spur. He bursts the, the chariot with fire. So he has done all of this. Verse number 10, be still and know that I am God. He's repeating again and again, he is God, he is with us, he is God. When I was a kid, 
I always, when I was coming to school and the teacher was just explaining something, every time the teacher just go and say, this is important, and repeat things one or two or three times, I was always like, okay, that's coming to the test. <laughs> so then every time you see the teacher was just going like, important, God is our refuge, you just go and say, okay, God is our refuge. God is with us. This psalm was written in the same way. So probably the teachers were just getting that from here. <laughs> he has been repeating us and again and again and again. So that's for us is really important. Just go and write down and, and put just there. God is with us. God is our refuge. And in that way, every time you just go and stand in front of any trouble or anything... You just need to know that God is. He is. And that will bring to you um, everything that God is. And he has been just going through all of that here. All his attributes, how he can be here and there, his, om his omnisciency, and everything that he is. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. Everybody will need to come to, to see the Lord. And everybody will need to come to see what God has been doing. I will be exalted, exalted in the earth. God's works have been just shown all over. God is the only one can, that can be with us and can be helping us in everything. We cannot accomplish anything. We can just barely go and put into the ground a seed. We can barely just put fertilization. We can, we can probably do that. And that's all that we can do. You cannot select like and say, I'm going to put 100 seeds here and I will get 100 uh, trees. You just go and say, well, just go and do it. And that's our work. That's our work. What we need to do is just go and preach the gospel and just preach about God to everybody. We don't know how many persons that we just talk and say, God is our refuge. We don't know how many are going to say, oh yes, that's really good, I know that. Probably many of them just go and say, no, that's impossible, that's wrong. But God is going to be known all over the earth. We have a responsibility just to go and tell everybody about the God that we serve, the God that we know that it has been revealed through the Bible. We have a responsibility just to go and preach to everybody. Many of them are going to refuse. That's okay. We know that. You don't plant 100 seed and just wait for 100 to come up. So that's why I, I will not think that if... I need to, to go and talk to everybody on this earth and everybody will go and say, oh yes, that's really good. Then all our churches will be like, I don't know how many people do you have here around, but do you, do you imagine everybody just here this morning? That would be like the same kind of thing, just throwing 100 seats and just waiting for the 100 to be out. But God is going to be exalted. It's, because, uh, it's not going to be exalted because of us, but it's because of Him. And we need to know that it's not because everything that we can do, but it's because who He is. Are you trusting in that God? 
Verse 11, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Again, really, really, really important. Just repeat it again. And you just see that something is repeated many times. And here what is repeated is not the mountain woven. How many times did you see that there? Just look at once. How many times they repeat God is, God is, God is, God is. That's the more important part. The world is not about how mountains can be moving, how worse it can be. The world is about that God is going to be exalted and he is going to be known because he is God. So that's why the purpose of the church is that, is to just make God known and just to bring that into everybody. We are just living in a fallen world. We're just living in a place that people don't want to know about God because it's easier to, to try to, to solve things by our own strength and not just trusting in the Lord. But God is just telling us here that everything starts with Him. Verse number one, God is our. So possession, God is, is ours. That's the first thing. We are on His hands. Number, number two, when we come and see how bad everything can be, we're going to trust in the Lord anyway. It's not because of how everything is going to be and and it is not because we just want to solve the problem is because god is going to be exalted all over the place and in all the nations is because of that why we're going to trust in the lord and i just want you to have to be encouraged this morning to know more about god to continue reading the bible just to continue being under the means of grace just learn more to trust in god the more you know god the more you're going to trust in Him. So be always under the means of grace. That's the only way of knowing about God. It's not through the, the general revelation. That will reveal God. And we know that God exists because of all of that. But through the Bible is where God has been giving us everything that He is. And everything that He can just go and do. If we just, look at, if we just go and look around. We will just get like... We're dying tomorrow. Everything is really bad. And there's no solution for anything. But when we just come into the Bible and just look everything that God has been doing. And everything that God has been telling us that He is. Then we can know that the world is going to be there until He's exalted all over the earth. And that's everything that this psalm is doing. And that's everything that this psalm is talking to us about. No matter what can happen, no matter how can difficult things can be, no matter anything of that, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Father, we come, in, we come again in front of your presence. After knowing that you are our strength, and you are our refuge. We just want to trust in you. We just want to, to know more about you. 
and we want just to study more about your word, the way that you revealed to us. So help us as a church to continue telling others about everything that you are and how you can be working and how can you has been working in the world to accomplish your plans and decrease. Sometimes we think that the world is about us, but it's not. It's about you. And everything is about your glory and how you will be exalted on the earth. Help us always to go and be under the means of grace and continue worshiping you forever. Thank you for your word. In the name of Jesus, amen. amen. At this time, if you would stand and join me in singing hymn number 413.